What's up, everybody? It's your host, Rob Morris. You listen to the Rims and S podcast. This is episode 17. Uh, I've been away for a little bit. Going on, you know, well over two weeks now. I'm recording this on a Sunday, which is kind of an odd day for me to record it. Normally, I record it on, like, usually, you know, Wednesday or Thursday. I mean, I've been, you know, in the summertime, I've been slowing things down a bit. Cause I have a lot going on, so I've been recording it probably later in the week. Then, then, you know, I hopefully when you know everything starts picking up with the news, news is more rapid, which obviously things have slowed down because we're in like the dry period of you know basketball, you know NBA basketball in, in college and in high school in general. It's usually around this time where the news dries up. So I've been kind of taking my time to to start recording these shows because of that so i haven't really i haven't really updated the site as well so i mean like i said if you haven't visited yet rimsandnest.com i i noticed that uh, uh recently i went on the website just to check it just to see how everything loads up and i noticed that there were some issues with the images so i don't know if anyone encountered that 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 went on the site and probably was like what the hell is this like i'm getting off the site <laughs> not it's not presentable at all so i fixed that issue by the way so the images will show up at normal size than you would normally would see on any other you know sports website um so they load up because yeah they were loading up like huge like just really really like large images and so i i mean i cleaned up that cleaned all that up now they're um, they should load up as normal images. Um, I don't know for some reason WordPress, which uh, I use to uh, make the website. They sometimes they do they make updates and stuff. So when they make those updates, it, sometimes it messes up your site because they do those updates. So that's probably what it was. So plus sometimes I. Like, I, I do little extra things for SEO and stuff, so maybe if I, you know, I possibly might have did that, that could affect the the um, the um site itself, like how it shows, you know, how it would show. So, I was able to fix all that, so, so if you visit the site now, it should show up, you know, normal images. So, like I said, if you haven't visited yet, it's rimsandnets.com. R I I M S double N E T S dot com. So, like I said, just Google it. You can also Google rims and sign nets. No space in between. You'll, you know, all my all my content will show up. Um, I've been working really hard to get on iTunes for the podcast itself. I haven't been successful. I've had it, you know, I never, I've always had an Android phone, so I've never had, I, I never had an iTunes account, so this, it keeps telling me that I need an iTunes account to, like, create the podcast page, so I'm trying to, I'm in the process of doing that as well, plus, like, the reason why I, it took a while to record this is because I just moved with my family, so that's been an adjustment, just, you know, getting all everything switched over with uh with all the internet access and whatnot so um even though i'm recording this now i may not even upload it to maybe a few days or maybe i don't know depends on 
when I can get access to my Audacity account because I you I usually edit all my you know shows through you know that editing program so I have to like edit things out so that way it you know sounds as crisp as I can before I uh, publish it so that's going to take a little bit of time to do that so even though I'm recording this now I don't know when I'll be able to actually really get everything uploaded you know onto you know Whatever you get the podcast on, whether it's Podbean or, or Stitcher, it's going to take me a little while to do that. So just bear with me on that. So, yeah. So like I said, I've just been going through a lot of things outside of this. So that's why I've taken so long. I mean, this, like I said, we still got a stacked show. I worked pretty hard to try to uh, prepare for this show this week because, like I said, there's not much going on. But like I said, I, I told you in the previous episodes that... uh. I've been working on a, a top 100 um, class of 2020 for New England prospects for, that are going into this. Like I said, they're going into the senior year, high school prospects. So I've been working on that. I I was able to complete a a top, you know. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, like I said, I was able to compete the the latter part of it. So eight 100 through 80, I I, I completed. Obviously, it's not on the site yet because obviously the internet access issue that because I have to get um, able to get find a way to get you know get onto a computer. I don't have a, a laptop, a personal laptop to do that. But once I get that, which obviously that's going to take money. Like I said, you guys want to? Uh, well, I don't have any like donating ways to donate yet, so that will be in the works later on. But uh, I mean. You can always, you know, reach out to me on email if you want to donate. I mean, I do have a cash app. You can do donate through cash app if you want. I'll give you all the information uh, later on. But, uh, I mean, as far as I know, I'm not really looking for donations right now. I just want to really just try to give you guys the best content I can. And obviously, it hasn't been the best content. But those that have stick with me, I appreciate it. Because, like I said, it's only going to get better and better. If you stick stick with me through, through all this transition, it's only going to get better. You know, it's only, you know the saying, it's only, it's only one way is up. And obviously I'm in a, in a transitional um, place right now. And once I get to that next level, the content's only going to get better. Like I said, I, I was able to get two guests the past two weeks. That just shows you right there the progress of the show. It's it's definitely gaining some traction. So, like I said, anybody that stick by me, that I appreciate it. I mean, don't be afraid to like the page, like my Facebook page, um, Rims and Nets. You know, go look it up. It's, like I said, if you search Rims and Nets on Google, it will, it will show up. Just check my Facebook page. Usually, I have the uploads of the of all the podcasts for every week. So, like I said, same thing with that. That's going to be slow just like everything else so that upload won't be up there until like i said i have all those uploads on podbean and and stitcher usually when i do that then i usually post it on the facebook page so any any updates like that i'm I'm also i have a lot of ideas in the works also i've been thinking about uh, making a maybe a video um tour of the website so like i said if anyone hasn't visited it i'll 
be coming up I'll be should be um getting a video together to show like the the entire website like a tour of the website so that's something that's in the works later on as well I just had to make time for that so I got a lot of ideas and just like I said I've been away for a couple weeks so I've been thinking about all this stuff as well as all the other things I've been doing outside of this but I got a lot of ideas in the works but like I said we got a stack show like I said we're gonna probably give you I'm not gonna give you the whole because basically I finished 100 through 80 of those uh, high school prospects in New England. So I, I figured 100 through 80. So I'll give you four of my, you know, key guys that I look at that are really like, that stick out. And um, obviously w- once I get everything situated, I'll be able to post that on the website. So you'll be able to see the entire, you know, top 100. But obviously I, I, gradually I'm going to make post. Um, let's just say we'll make a, uh, post for a hundred through 80. I'm going to make a post, uh, as soon as I can for a hundred through 80. And then eventually when the whole list is complete, I'll put the whole list on the website. There's a page. Um, if you, if you, if you, uh, on the website, you go through the tabs, you, you look at the three line tabs, you're going to, you're going to find, um, you're going to find where everything is, everything will be situated with those three tabs. So you just click on those uh, three line tabs and then you search, uh, I believe it's on the local page, the local tab. So you go on the local tab and then you, once you find the local tab, you'll probably see local schools, local high schools. You click on the recruiting Recruiting is where I will have that top 100 New England list for you completed once it once it is, you know, officially completed. So for today's show, we're just going to give you like four of the prospects that I thought really stuck out in that, you know, top 100 top. um, I mean, 100 to 80 range. Excuse me. Tongue tied today, but it's. Like I said, we'll, like I said, we're gonna get into that. But uh, first, started out. Um, I don't know if you guys catch the Team USA scrimmage on Friday. Um, like a few guys really impressed me, and I'm just gonna basically kind of just run through. You know, there's been a few changes with the uh, the training camp roster. I mean, they've been adding pl- pieces. They I think they just cut two guys the other day. They cut Bam Adebayo and. Um, was the other guy they cut that daddy is young so and then they added Derek white and um i want to say i don't want to say it's joe harris but uh what was the other guy i believe it was Derek wright and uh marvin bagley so they added Derek wright and marvin bagley to the senior team from the select team so right now it's 17 guys right now and only 12 can make the team. So they're going to have to figure out who they're going to cut within the next week. week. I would say they got about a week and a half to do that, make that decision before they head out to Australia. To um, they, I believe it was Australia. They play Australian Exposition. Um, they play Spain next week or this upcoming week. So that would be a, a really fun game to watch. Get to see... Um, 
You know, Spain is, you know, number two in the world. So the, probably their best competition by far is going to be Spain. And then I think they play Australia in one of the expositions as well. As they, so, I mean, I would think they would probably make those decisions to, to cut it down to 12 by then. You know, you wouldn't want to cut, you know, those guys and then send them back to the United States. That's a long flight. <laughs> I mean, I was watching the... um the NBA TV broadcast of the scrimmage and they were just joking around about that. Like, how, why would you even cut somebody um, while you're in Australia? Why don't you just cut them before you even take that trip? So that's probably what's going to happen. They'll probably do that. Um, so I, 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 I compiled a list of, well, pretty much I compiled the, the, the remaining team so far that, you know, that, and I split it into three positions centers wings and guards so i'm gonna right now i'm gonna make my what would be my top 12 to, to go to um the, to compete for the FIBA world cup so like i said the FIBA world cup will be in I believe in late august early september so check that out i don't know where it's broadcast on i believe it's broadcast online i think on fiba.com or i think espn might be um, broadcasting some of the games. Hopefully they do broadcast it on TV because usually they don't. Particularly if it's non-Olympic events, they don't really broadcast on TV or the broadcasting is, is very limited. So hopefully this year they do broadcast most of the games. I'm going to be checking them out for sure. Whether if, I'll find out what they're broadcasting. I'm going to find out. Usually, I mean, in the past, I remember like I rent, I used to have... Um, ESPN, it used to be ESPN 360. Now it's like I believe it's ESPN Plus. So at the time, at that time, they used to broadcast the games on there. Like they broadcast all the games, all the all the international expositions or um, or international tournaments on there. So I don't know what they're gonna do this year, but I'm definitely gonna be. Um, checking out for that but um far as i know yeah so we'll let's try to like split everything up and see who possibly could make the team as i look at it right now let's let's probably let's see where how the centers would go well far as the centers uh, the centers are marvin bagley miles turner brooke lopez mason plumley it's only four centers so, I would say you probably need maybe three centers, ideally. Like, I know there's going to be some bigger teams, but you, you don't really need, like, particularly the, you know, you got some big wing guys like Barnes and, and Tatum and Kuzma and possibly Middleton if he makes it. So, you don't really need, like, a ton, a ton of, like, you just need two bigs. I mean, you probably need, possibly need three to rotate. Um, cause they'll probably be playing, you know, pretty reasonable big minutes. FIBA games are only 10 minutes per quarter. So ideally it's a 40 minute game. So it's not as long as an NBA game It's eight minutes shorter. So, you know, ideally guys only have to really play 30 or so minutes, you know, if, if obviously if you're a starting big and, you know, all the other two bigs, you could split it up to get the, you know, the other 10 minutes or whatever or whatnot or maybe a big might play 25 and then you split it up into 
you know, seven and seven or whatever to make 15. So it's really, that's what it really is. You don't really have to play a lot of bigs. It's not really like a really uh, huge need. But especially the way the game is going, it's, it's a small ball game anyways. And as far as I know, I think Miles Turner is a lot. Like he started in the scrimmage. He's probably their best defensive big. Plus he can stretch the floor, shoot threes. So like I would say you'd have to uh, – You'd have to uh, keep Miles Turner, um, and I like I like Marvin Bagley. Believe it or not, I think he should make the team because he just like I say gives you a lot of athleticism at his size, a lot of length, um, very good rebounder as a young player. You know, I thought he did well at rebounding for Sacramento this year. You know, had posted a couple of double doubles. Um, like I said, he can block shots as well as well as Turner. So I mean, I would say that'd be a good good way to kind of bolster your front court by having you know good size like him because he is he stands at six eleven. He's about two forty. So Miles Turner stands at six eleven, two fifty. So that's pretty good size to have have out there. Um, and probably for the final center spot. I'd probably it'll probably go between Mason Plumley and Brooke Lopez. I thought Mason Plumley was kind of um he didn't really make much of an impact out there on Friday, so I'm leaning towards Brooke Lopez because I think Brooke Lopez gives you more veteran leadership. He's played in um previous Olympic games before. Um probably one of the older guys on the roster for sure. Plus he could stretch the floor, shoot threes at a high clip. He's probably their, if it's not Turner, it's probably Brook Lopez, your your best shooting big guy out there. So you need a bunch of those guys that can stretch the floor, create op- opportunities for the wings and guards to get in the lane. And even though Brook Lopez does have defensive efficiencies, he's not the best rebounder. But, I mean, you got other guys that can rebound well, particularly your wing players can rebound pretty well. So... In far as size go, you really don't have to really worry about a lot of size out there. Maybe France is probably a big team you have to worry about with size and maybe Serbia. With uh, Jokic probably going to play for Serbia. So, I mean, you really don't have to worry about size that much. So, when it comes down to re- rebounding standpoint, and obviously our, our bigs are more athletic than most bigs in the world. So, I think Turner and... And, and Bagley can hold their own against anybody in the world athletic, athletically and just their length and everything else. So if I had to, like, cut it down for centers, I'd probably have to say Marvin Bagley, Miles Turner, and Brooke Lopez is my centers that make the team. So that's three right there. So now you got nine spots left. So now we're going to get into the wings. Right now, so far for the reigning wings right now, you got Harrison Barnes. Got Chris Middleton, PJ Tucker, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Kyle Kuzma. So out of those, uh, what is it like seven guys, six guys? So out of those six guys, you're probably gonna play. Maybe you probably start maybe two or three of those wings. Ideally, I don't know what Popovich would want in the lineup. I don't know if he wants to go with a traditional lineup or wants to go with a modern day lineup. You know, traditional lineup is what you would call two bigs or two, you know, a center power forward 
or you can go with the modern day lineup of probably three wings, one guard and one big. But I don't know what he's going to go with as a starting lineup. But if if he if he goes with a modern day lineup, he probably would need at least at least five bigs, at least. I mean, excuse me, at least five wings. So out of those six, so. And I feel like you need that anyways, to be honest with you. I think out of, out of those positions, the wings cover possibly three positions. You know, you know, power forward. You know, your wings can play power forward in small ball lineups. Your wings can play small forward. And, and obviously, your wings play shooting guard at times. At times. So, you know, they're your more versatile players in your roster. So... If you want versatility and you want guys that are versatile, obviously Harrison Barnes gives you that. I think he's a lock to make the team because he played in the the last Olympics. So he's at, he has some experience playing internationally in these competitions. So I would say a lock is Harrison Barnes. Plus, he's a veteran out there. Um, I thought Jason Tatum did really well in the scrimmage. He did really well. He had like 17 points, so he I, I think he's a lock. I think he solidified himself as um, someone that's going to make the team for sure. So that would be like your number two wing. Number three, I would probably say Kyle Kuzma. I thought Kyle Kuzma, he had a nice dunk in that scrimmage as well. He had a nice little drive from the three-point line to make a, uh, a nice uh, dunk in that scrimmage game. If you've seen it, it was it was a pretty good dunk pretty athletic move there by Kuzma so I mean you have like three right there with those three that I just picked and then you probably go with maybe either Jalen Brown or Chris Middleton I think PJ Tucker will probably get cut because just I mean he doesn't really give you that much besides defense maybe he'll stick a three here and there but far as like you know you want to get the most versatile wings out there to do a lot of different things for you tucker doesn't do a lot of different things he's one guy that just sticks out as a guy that doesn't do a lot of different things for you while the other guys do so i would say if you had to cut someone i would probably say you obviously you cut plumley out of the centers and then you cut tucker so that's three that you cut and then you keep five of those wings so but like i said I don't know. I mean, like I said, if you want to go with five, that's what I would go with. I would go with Harrison Barnes, Chris Middleton, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Kyle Kuzma. That would be your five. So then if you go with five wings, then you probably have eight eight spots, you know, vacated. Excuse me, not vacated, but uh, um, used up. So... Now you only need you only have four spots left to fill the rest of the roster. So, and I think that's good. I think that will be very good if they keep all four of those guys. You know, uh, just like I said, Jalen Brown. Even though he didn't have a great game, he just gives you so much more. He's probably the most athletic guy on the team. So in transition, he'll be deadly. So you want that that capability to really, you know, run teams out the gym, and Jalen Brown can definitely do that. And then obviously Middleton with his three-point shooting is definitely going to be key at times. I don't think he had the most impactful scrimmage. I mean, 
if it's one guy I would probably cut, it would probably be him. But as you can see, you know, you got six guys at the wing position. You don't really you probably gonna need five wings, ideally. So I think Middleton makes the cut. But this is when it's gonna get really, really tough because there's more guards than any other position on this roster. As we as we look at all the guards. So that's what I'm saying. Like either you go with four wings or you go with maybe a fifth guard. You can't really go with five wings and five guards because then that would be 13. So you got to make a tough decision one way or the other. I think obviously Plumlee and Tucker are the obvious guys I think they should get cut. They're just, they don't give you that much that all those other guys do. But let's, let's, uh, let's run down all the guards before we start trying to cut that down. Obviously, Kimball Walker, he's a lock. Donovan Mitchell's a lock. Marcus Smart, Kyle Lowry, Joe Harris, De'Aaron Fox, Derek White. I'd probably say this is, like I said, this is going to be tough. I think they should go with five wings. I think that's what you should do because you don't have, you're not going to have that much help you know, up front in the, at the five position. So you should go with five wings to really kind of solidify your small ball lineups. So you go with five wings, you go with three centers, you have eight guys. So you need four guards. So obviously I just said Kimball Walker's a lock. I said Donovan Mitchell's a lock. Um, we don't know what's going to happen with Smart and Kyle Lowry. They're still out from, you know, they have injuries. So we have to see if they play in the upcoming expositions to really kind of see what would that, what would possibly, I mean, we have to see what they will look out there because we kind of don't know. But as uh, far as I know, De- De'Aaron Fox has been really impressive. So I would have to say Fox is a lock. So that's three guards right there. Now you have to pick between, because, okay, three guards, you already have, you know, eight from the wings and center position, so that's 11. So now there's only one spot, and you have to choose between either Marcus Smart, Kyle Lowry, Joe Harris, and Derek Wright. I think Derek Wright is, is, is a cut. I think that's an easy cut right there. I mean, he isn't. I mean, he he did really good in the team select team in the in the scrimmage. I think he had like eight assists, so that's really good. I mean, he shows that he can really, you know, be a good playmaker, can distribute a ball well. Joe Harris is a, is a pretty much primarily a spot up shooter. He does have some deficient defensive efficiencies that um deficient de, defensive deficiencies that he has to take care of. And I think he'll get exposed. But, I don't know, it's tough, man. Because, like I said, you really don't know what Smart and Lowry, what they're able to bring. I think Kyle Lowry could be a lot because of his experience. But you don't know if he's healthy. So that's the thing of what I'm stuck on. But if I had to say, oh, man, this is tough. It all depends. If you, it all depends how Middleton does. If Middleton doesn't do well in the next up, 
upcoming games. I think they will add another guard just so that way they can, you know, keep Kyle Lowry out there just in case or have an extra guard out there. Just Because I think you, you need at least four guards at least. You need at least four guards. Do you need five? That's the question. Do you need five guards? If you start Kimball Walker and Donovan Mitchell, now you need backups for them. So, obviously, Fox is a backup, but do you possibly need Lowry? Do you possibly need Smart as a guy that you know that's going to be healthy? That's the thing. That's the thing. That, But I have to say, it's tough because I'm a Celtic fan. I want Marcus Smart to, to make it. But I'm going to go with Kimball Walker, Donovan Mitchell, Kyle Lowry, and Aaron Fox. That's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with that. I think Kyle Lowry will be healthy enough to play. So that leaves Marcus Smart out. That leaves Joe Harris out. That leaves Derek White out. So, so, and we'll run it down. This is my Team USA team. Centers, you got Marvin Bagley, Miles Turner, Brooke Lopez. Wings, you got Harrison Barnes, Chris Middleton, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Kyle Kuzma. And then guards, you got Kimball Walker, Donovan Mitchell, Kyle Lowry, De'Aaron Fox. So that's your, that would be my Team USA team. I know it's kind of, you know, premature. It's kind of early to kind of decide on this. But as far as I know, by, you know, what what their talent level is, we all know what their talent level is throughout, you know, you know how they played in the NBA so far this past coming year. So you kind of can determine it through that, through that. So that would be what I would, I would say is um, would be a good roster for Team USA. Coming into this FIBA World Cup. All right, so we kind of went, kind of went over, going on about a half an hour in the first segment. But like I said, it was kind of I had to like really decide on this and see see if that could all all that can um, everything can come together with that Team USA team. But uh, yeah, it was a tough decision. But I think they will definitely. Um, have a stacked team going into the into this tournament. Can't wait to see it. But all right, we'll get we'll we'll um move on to the next segment. We'll be right back. You listen to the Rims and Nets podcast. Your host Rob Morris. I'll be right back. The next segment. <laughs> 